Hello and happy 4th of July. Happy American Independence Day. It's your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. And hopefully you're enjoying some burgers and brats on your cookout, your 4th of July cookout, wherever you are watching some fireworks, eating some delicious burgers and brats, and listening to some awesome burgers and brats. Got a great episode for y'all. Free agency in the NBA is in full swing. We're almost to the end of it. Got a few more days left. Uh, We will see if there are more trades that happen after the podcast. We'll try and get one out to you. Uh, in a few days towards the end of the week. But right now, I mean, we've had a lot, a lot happening in the NBA with a lot of people going to some different teams. Uh, NBA is going to look amazing this next year. Let me breaking that down. Also got some sports headlines to get into. The MLB All-Star starters were announced for the All-Star game coming up in just a few weeks. So going to be breaking all that down more. Make sure you follow the podcast on any platform Anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats and save date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. All right, let's a quick little episode for y'all today. Be breaking down some of those free agency moves. All right, there, there's some big moves. Uh, not not too many. I think NBA free agency kind of it kind of doesn't live up to the hype. Sometimes I would say some of the years. I mean, you'll get one or two huge stars that just end up transferring teams but overall i you you, it's everyone wants to see everyone kind of move around teams because it's fun it's entertaining but uh if they're at a good team they're they're not gonna leave so we still do not know where james harden is gonna go or dame lillard so this could be one of the better free agencies that we've seen in a while if dame and you get james harden moving so uh, right now though the for sure's is Kyrie Irving is returning to the Mavericks on a three-year, $126 million deal. Kyrie Irving is a great player, but he is a locker room nuisance to these teams, and I really don't have not seen him carry a team. I really don't think he can help this team. Uh, the Mavericks were 5-11 and with Kyrie Irving. I mean, this Mavericks team is two years off of going to the Western Conference Finals. And then don't even make the playoffs the next year after that. I mean, they would have they would have made the play in at least probably the playoffs if maybe they didn't bring in Kyrie because they really didn't know how to complement each other with Luca and Irving. But maybe a full off season later they can be good and uh, climb to a higher seed. I really don't see them being a, a high seed this season. I, they shouldn't at least make the play in. But if you're a Mavs fan, let me know. I, I really don't like the pick. If you're a Mavs fan, I really wouldn't like this. I would have rather just shipped Kyrie off for uh, some some more picks and some money. But uh, Kyrie Irving returning to the Mavericks for three years. We'll see how that goes. Draymond Green re-signs with the Golden State Warriors. Four-year, $100 million contract. I mean, kind of saw this coming. Uh, Draymond opted out earlier a few weeks ago. Really didn't see him going anywhere. I thought he might end up at the Lakers, but I, it was either them or the, staying with the Golden State Warriors. He does get a lot more money this way, and I, I think it's really smart to bring Draymond back because, I mean, the Warriors don't win without Draymond. He's a key piece to that system, fits it perfectly. But uh, paying a lot of money for Draymond Green, who's getting up there in the age. And now... Also with the Warriors, pretty pretty big trade. It's kind of it would have been bigger a few years ago, but Chris Paul 
is heading to the Golden State Warriors after being traded from the Suns to the Washington Wizards. He is now heading to the Bay to be in with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. So I, I do like it's a good key fit piece for this team. I, I think it can help them win, stay on track to win a bunch of games. I it'll it'll definitely help them win. I they won't lose as many games as kind of thought this year. They would go down that uh, hill of maybe not being relevant anymore. But Chris Paul I does help this Warriors team, and they get rid of Jordan Poole's contract. I mean, Jordan Poole is averaging 25, 20, 25 points a game. Uh, still a young gun. One bad year, just kind of ship him off, which I, I really think you probably should have kept him because I mean, the year before, he was a splash bro. Splash bro for a reason, and they decided just to get rid of him. I, I think the Warriors probably should have just kept him and seen how this year went. But get Chris Paul, who is, I mean, the Warriors don't need experience. They have experience. They, they've had titles for nearly a decade now. So we'll see how that plays in. I, I think it'll be a good fit. But at least coming off the bench for that second team in the Warriors because they did lose a lot in free agency. So we'll see how good of a pickup that is. Uh, some teams, I, I really like what both LA teams did. Let's start with the Lakers. I mean, Austin Reeves getting him for four years, fifty-six million, where you saw he could have gotten maybe close to ninety to one hundred million from these other teams, so they didn't have to match that. Uh, they brought Cam Reddish in, who's a pr- pretty decent player, and then you get D'Lo on a two-year, thirty-seven million dollar deal, which may be a little too much, but still overall cheap for what he can do. And I mean, it did help them win uh, one of those play-in games. Uh, against Minnesota when he went off in the fourth. So get a little more experience, time with that team and that lineup. Also, you get Rui Hachimura signed, which I think is a great piece to this Lakers team. Really, really good young player. So overall, the Lakers really did do some good things here, especially getting Austin Reeves re-signed, keeping, pretty, keeping that whole core intact. I Coming off a Western Conference Finals trip and really don't see them going anywhere. I, I really like what they did, added more depth, and this team can 100% be back in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, also, the Clippers. Clippers did really good, in my opinion. Uh, getting Westbrook back on two years, $8 million. That's a steal, man. Especially with how good Westbrook played in that system. He, he could have carried them to a few more wins over the Suns, but it was just him balling out there. And I really think he did a phenomenal job towards the end. I think he can continue that play. He's still a really, really good Russell Westbrook. And this team, they got Zubak back, some other key pieces. So this Clippers team, the Battle of L.A., Clippers team is not going anywhere. I believe they were a four seed maybe last year, maybe a little better. So... I don't don't see them falling much far off of that. Uh, so, and then Sacramento Kings they re-sign uh, Demontis Sabonis to a max year con or to a max level contract, which good pick, a good pickup. Uh, good to keep him because that is a key piece for this young this young Sacramento team. I know they were three seed last year. I I don't know how good they'll be this year. Maybe it was a fluke. You kind of see that with some of these teams where, yeah, one year we play amazing, then it just doesn't click that next year. Great coach. 
great, great, great overall squad, I believe. I didn't, uh, giving Harrison Barnes that much money, though, mm, did not like that. Don't think Harrison Barnes is worth that amount of money. But overall, I think a decent group, and I think they can obviously definitely be in the playoffs again for this next season. Let's talk about the Houston Rockets. I really don't understand all this. Uh, you're giving Dylan Brooks four-year $80 million? Dylan Brooks. Poke the bear. Four years, $80 million. Uh, and then Fred Van Fleet, yes, he's a good player, but we haven't heard much of him in the last few years. He got a $160 million deal. I mean, I, I, they're just throwing money around. I really like their draft picks. I really liked their draft picks i like both of their tip picks okay but i did not really like what they brought in for this team or at least paying wise they they paid everybody and anybody and some people were not worth uh that much money so what well, houston uh i think i believe a 13 seed last year so obviously that's the playoffs and the play-in but maybe they can sneak into a play-in but i, I really don't see them Maybe moving up to the 11 seed, maybe 12 seed. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. I, I just don't really understand that. Uh, the Pacers, really good. I, I really like the Pacers, what the Pacers did. You get Bruce Brown, who was phenomenal for the Denver Nuggets. Maybe that was the Denver Nuggets system in Jokic. But you get Bruce Brown for two years, $56 million, So kind of a steal for... I mean, a great. I love Bruce Brown. I love what he helped with my different Nuggets. Maybe a little too much. We'll see after this year uh, if it was just the system or Bruce Brown is really that player. But I, I really like him as a player, and I think he will do good. And I think he should do good, especially with that Pacers team. They got some good guys coming up. Uh, you get Tyrese Halliburton, five years, two hundred sixty million dollars. What has Tyrese Halliburton really done? I mean, he he got some good points. Is he worth $260 million? I don't know about that one. Uh, we'll see if he continues to ball out since he got paid. He was living it up, though. Um, he was living it up this weekend celebrating that big contract, which you love to see. You love to see these players getting paid. I love seeing that. Uh, pay the people. So kind of breaking off right here a little bit, but the, the largest contracts in NBA history, number one, Nikola Jokic, $276 million. Number two, we haven't talked about this one yet. LaMelo Ball, $260 million. And also tied with him, Tyrese Halliburton, $260 million. LaMelo and Halliburton are now the second highest paid players with those contracts ever. They have the second largest contracts in NBA history. What have they really showed? I mean, they're, they're nice players. They really are. But why is Steph Curry never get that? Westbrook, LeBron. Uh, I mean, yeah, Kobe. I, but that was a long time ago. The rules have changed. The money contracts have changed. Uh, every year, the max is getting higher and higher. Yeah. But are these players worth that much money? I mean, Nikola Jokic, I'll pay him that much. I will pay him that much. That is fine by me. I'll pay him. But I don't know. I just don't know if I would have paid Halliburton that much. Uh, and speaking on the other ball, LaMelo Ball, five-year, $260 million with the Hornets. Whew. I mean, LaMelo Ball, well, he averaged 26 and 6 or so, so one of the few players in the NBA last season to do that, which is nice. 
but we'll see what this Hornets team can do. I, he can't. He hasn't carried. He's been in the league for years. Let's see if he can carry them to the playoffs. Now or kind of deep in. Uh, we'll see if he can get to the second round. Um, I, I like him as a ball player. I just don't know why they paid him so early. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, also, a team I really liked was the Bucks. I really liked the Bucks keeping Lopez and Middleton. Uh, you see essential pieces to that Bucks team. They, they're still in a great position to run it back and go far into the playoffs. So, uh, great, great for the Bucks. Giannis staying there and being able to keep Middleton and Lopez. Because, I mean, even without just one of those players, I really don't see them going that far uh, like they did this year. Uh, the New York Knicks, not bad. Not bad. Dante DiVincenzo, <laughs> RJ Barrett, and Josh Hart. They are back together after playing... And winning a championship for the Villanova Wildcats. They're back in the Big Apple playing with each other. So that's awesome. I, I like seeing that. Cavs, not bad. They get Max Struss. Also, right after the Lakers got um, Gabe Vincent, which is a really good pickup for really cheap. Uh, three years, two years, $33 million. So I really like what the Lakers did. Um, Anthony Edwards signs a five-year $260 million contract. Yeah, all right. So I guess now there's three. There's three. So Ant, Anthony Edwards, Therese Halliburton, and LaMelo Ball. Now all three have tied for the second largest contracts in NBA history. Who would have thought those were the three players <laughs> that would have these second largest contracts in history? But here we are. That is the NBA in 2023. Let me know what you guys think of those uh, picks and everything, or all, all that money going around. Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, three-year, $55 million deal with the Jazz. I think a, Jordan Clarkson is a nice player. Good deal for the Jazz on that one. Derrick Rose to Memphis for two years. Good good pick. I mean, good pickup. Not, not, obviously not the ball he once was, but good locker room depth and experience that can help this young Memphis team. Stop doing idiotic things, John Morant. So... I, I like bringing Derrick Rose in. Good for the culture. He is a good culture fit for Memphis. And he's back home in Memphis, which is awesome. Uh, lastly, Dame Lillard has not found a team yet, but looking like he wants to go to the Miami Heat. So not running from the grind. He is going to a team that just went to the NBA Finals. Can you believe that, guys? Wow. Damian Lillard. Loyalty no longer exists in the NBA, and he wants to go ring chase for a team that just went to the finals. I, I hate when teams do that, or when players do that. At least you can go to a team that made the playoffs, but you're going to go to a team that made the finals? I even, I'll even i probably even have a problem if you said a conference finals team. But he went to a team that made the finals? Uh, that, that's ridiculous to me. I really don't like that at all for a player to do that, especially a pretty pretty good player of that caliber as Dame Willard is. We'll see if he ends up in Miami. We got till July 6th, till free agency is over. All right, uh, some of my losers for the weekend. I mean, not, not huge losers, really. Uh, some teams lost out on some good guys. I think the Warriors kind of lost out on a few people. Um, the Rockets, I really, really didn't like that at all. It's more of a eh, not really a loser, but a, eh, don't really don't really see that. Wizards uh, got rid of 
Monte Morris kind of brought in that contract and Jordan Poole. Um, I mean, really, really no huge losers. I mean, a bunch of teams didn't really activate during free agency, so not 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 a huge group to say eh, they sucked in free agency. I mean, yeah, so not not much, but some winners. I think obviously you can go Lakers, Clippers, uh, Pacers. Possibly the Warriors for bringing in Chris Paul. Celtics, I think Celtics could be one of those teams bringing in Chris Hotsporzinga, some good height down low. Uh, but you do get rid of Marcus Morris or Marcus Smart. So uh, Grizzlies, I think you could you could also say, eh, they did okay. They did okay. You brought in Derrick Rose and you got a good defender in Marcus Smart. So... Uh, they're a really good defense team anyways with JJJ. And this Memphis team is only going to get better on defense. So I think Memphis kind of got a win in this. So uh, that is yeah, also the Bucks. Also the Bucks think we're good winners. Pacers also got uh, Obi Toppin as well. So a good pick. Good trade deadline for the Pacers. All right. Let's move into on this day in history real quick. On this day in history, we got... The Battle of Gettysburg, 1863. Yeah, the largest battle battle ever fought on the American continent. I did go to Gettysburg one year. It, it was pretty... I, I was kind of young, so don't remember most of it, but crazy, crazy battlefield. Uh, great history there. I mean, the Gettysburg Address with Abe Lincoln as well. And then 1970, Casey Kasem's American Top 40 debuts on LA Radio. I don't know how many of y'all listen to SiriusXM in like the 80s, 70s, going down the road, and you get all the Casey Kasem countdowns on the weekends, coming back from the lake. That that was that was fun. That's childhood right there, and obviously they replay it uh, every week <laughs> as well. So still hear it on the radio when I'm listening to some old school on SiriusXM. But also, Voice of Scooby-Doo, favorite cartoon out there. Uh, 1939. Lou Gehrig's first is Lou Gehrig is the first ever MLB player to get their number retired, and he also makes the famous famous luckiest man speech. Nineteen thirty nine, guys. That's how long ago that was. And then Independence Day on this day. Come on, guys. Come on, American Independence. Happy birthday, Tom Cruise, P.T. Barnum, and Dolly the Sheep. The first clone mammal. So, great on this day in history. Sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Check them out at HefnerEyeCare.com. Go get those glasses, sunglasses. Go get that eye exam. You need one. Come on. You got to go get one. They got some stylish Ray-Bans, Maui's, Nike, some Reese Witherspoons, everything. Go check them out. HefnerEyeCare.com. Located 5757 Northwest 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. All right, MLB All-Star Game coming up July 11th. I always love All-Star. I think MLB uh, does one of the better All-Star weekends. Uh, I mean, you got the Subway All-Star Game, Home Run Derby. All-Star Game is awesome. You got the best of the best. Always tune in for that. I, it's one It's one of those sports where eh, you don't really care about the regular season, but the, the All-Star Weekend is pretty awesome. I think NBA, MLB, uh, probably my two favorite, two best in my opinion, for all-stars. 
Uh, the AL, uh, Texas Rangers set a franchise record with four starters. What year is this? Uh, there must have been a mistake because no way the Texas Rangers should have four, four starters in the MLB All-Star Game? Nah, come on. I ain't rolling with it. Come on, guys. Why are we putting the Rangers in there? Come on. Uh, Braves and Dodgers are uh, have the second most with two starters each. Uh, D-backs Corbin Carroll, 25th rookie named to an all-star starter of all time. He's only the 25th rookie named as an all-star starter. And for good reason. He's batting 290, 17 home runs, and has a .926 OPS. And then one of the best players, I mean, one of the most fun players right now, obviously Shohei Otani, but uh, Luis Arias leading the MLB. He's the leading MLB hitter right now, batting at least a few days ago. We'll, we'll see if this update or not, but batting .396. Batting .396, guys. He's, that is incredible, almost at 400. He was at 400 at one point. But get this, he only has four home runs. <laughs> He is getting on base incredibly and not having any home runs. He has a uh, 936 OPS. So uh, these players obviously deserve to be in the MLB All-Star Game. For the AL, uh, going to at least the starters right here, catcher Jonah Heim from the Rangers, first baseman Yandy Diaz from Tampa Bay, a good pick right there, second baseman Marcus Simeon from the Rangers, Shortstop, Corey Seager for the Rangers. So, I I mean, these Rangers players are pretty good. Pretty good. I, I might take some other players, but... Uh, third baseman, Josh Young from Texas. So, that, that's the fourth right there. Outfielder, obviously, you're going to get Mike Trout from the Los Angeles Angels. Outfield, Randy Rosarina. Tampa Bay, really good player right there. So, Tampa Bay's got two as well. Uh, Tampa Bay... Some good players in there. Uh, then Aaron Judge, obviously, outfield from the New York Yankees. And then D.H. Shohei Otani. So Tampa, L.A.A., and the Rangers have a lot of players in here. Uh, Shohei, phenomenal. Phenomenal season right now, what we're watching over there. Uh, lo- love what I'm seeing from Shohei. Aaron Judge, we got to get you back. Prove you're better. My boy Aaron Judge is better. Didn't get to see him this weekend. Went down to St. Louis. Uh, went up to St. Louis to watch the Yankees and the Cardinals play. Fun weekend. A lot of rain. Uh, got to see a doubleheader for the first time there. I've been to a lot of baseball trips with my dad. This one was pretty good. Uh, going up to St. Louis. Got to see some see some good baseball. I mean, first game wasn't as fun. Cardinals, Cardinals beat the Yankees, but second game was good. I mean, we were at the ballpark for about 12 hours. Because of all the rain and the rain delays. I mean, we had crazy straight line 60 mile per hour winds coming through during the first game. I mean, not even 10 minutes outside the stadium. You got these incredible winds and rain coming through. So, very eventful weekend. Got to go to the Wolf Sanctuary, uh, Endangered Wolf Center out by St. Louis. And also the zoo. The zoo is incredible in St. Louis. You guys got to go check it out. All right, off my soapbox. Uh, NL. All-star starters, catcher Sean Murphy from Atlanta. First baseman, Freddie Freeman from the Dodgers. Second base, Luis Arias from Miami, who I talked about earlier. Shortstop, Orlando Arcia from Atlanta. Third base, Nolan Arenado from St. Louis. Uh, 
Outfield, Ronald Acuna from Atlanta. <coughs> Outfielder, Corbin Carroll from Arizona, who we just talked about. And then outfielder Mookie Betts from the Dodgers and DH JD Martinez from the Dodgers. Man, Dodgers got three in here. Atlanta's got uh, three as well. So yeah, Atlanta's got three. So I got a lot of these te- people from the same team. It kind it kind of stinks to see. Yeah, these are the great best teams in baseball, and they've got the most notoriety with their players. But I wish to see a little more. Uh, a little more variety in these players in these all-star games as with the with the teams or with the players on these teams. So it will be all-star weekend July 11th. We'll have a podcast breaking that down and making our picks for, for the celebrity all-star game, for the home run derby, for all of it. Uh, some other sports headlines. NFL suspends four for gambling. Uh, Colts wave Rodgers and Barry, who, I mean, were good players. Rodgers was a really good defensive player for the Colts, so he is waived. Uh, NFL found that there was no game manipulation, though. So we, we really got to find a fine line between the NFL and this gambling. I think mean, if you're gambling on other team or on other sports, I, th- I really do think it should be okay. Uh, maybe... NFL, maybe if you're betting on NFL games, probably not since you got you really know what you're talking about there. You're really an expert. Obviously, you can't bet on your own team, your own games. But uh, NFL, I think, really needs to either say, all right, we're not going to do DraftKings or just let their players bet on these opposite sports. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's time to let that happen. Uh, Big 12 officially add Houston, UCF, BYU and Cincinnati to the conference for the 2023-2024 football season. These these four teams are officially, as of July 1st at midnight, they were uh, they were officially let into the Big 12. Uh, which team has the best chance of winning the conference in the first year? I think it is UCF. I, they've done really good, especially with Gus Malzahn. They've had some really good teams over the last few years, and then they've won some pretty decent bowl games, and they've been to some pretty decent bowl games. So <clears throat> UCF, obviously in the best position. I really like what I really like Dana Holgerson, but Houston really took a step off the platform last year after being 11-1 the year before. BYU, uh, they're kind of off and on. Don't really know what's going on out there, but I, I think they should be decent as well. And then Cincinnati just losing Ritter, losing Luke Fickle. Don't see them going anywhere. Uh, it could be one of the worst teams in the Big 12 this year. Uh, Ricky Fowler holds on to a win in a rainy three-way playoff hole uh, match at the Rocket Mortgage. So Ricky Fowler finally getting that win he's been searching for <laughs> over the last few weeks. I mean, thought he might blow it. Really, he did blow it. He did lose his streaks or his strokes on Sunday at Rocket Mortgage, but he ended up getting the win in clutch time. In the playoff hole. So that is kind of some sports headlines. Uh, hopefully we'll be back this week. Talk some more. Maybe some more free agency moves happen. Uh, some bigger names. Maybe Dame Lillard, James Harden find their home. So we'll see. Got to July 6th. All right, moving on this. Moving to final segment. Who I'm going to share my burger and brought with. I'm going to share it with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Got to see them in concert the other weekend at River Spirit in Tulsa. Put on a phenomenal show. Just phenomenal. Uh, love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, don't know most of their didn't know most of their other hits, but man, uh, great music, great musicians. The show was awesome. The lead singers were incredible. Just know how to put on a great show for everybody. And we had 
everybody in there, ranging from my age to younger to middle age to older to every race, everything. Everybody was in enjoying Earth, Wind, and Fire the other night. So shout out to them for putting on a phenomenal concert, Earth, Wind, and Fire. All right. That's the podcast today. Hopefully everyone had a great 4th of July. Let me know what you guys did for 4th of July. Let me know on all the platforms uh, where you guys were, where you're watching fireworks, or if you're eating some burgers and brats at some <laughs> at some uh, shows, some fireworks shows and some cookouts. All right, everyone, thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Happy 4th.